welcome to this week's episode of Moat 9. That's M-O-A-T, the number 9. I don't know if you've had a long week or about to have a long week, just finishing up a long week, in the middle of a long week, whatever the case may be. The show's finding here. Let's get into it real quick. Shout out to my boy over at Taco Avocat here in El Paso. Also my boy at Coffee Box here in El Paso. Not official sponsors, but they have each contributed in their own way to the show. Thank you guys very much. And for the intro music that I have now been starting to use, this one is called Phrase Print by Josh Pan on YouTube. Check them out. Let's get into the episode, but real quick, you're probably wondering, I want to start my own podcast. How do I do that? Well, funny you should ask. Episode 38, MOAT, the number nine, MOAT nine. Mr. Ambrose is back. Hello, sir. Hey, how y'all doing? How was your week? How's it work? Great. Uh, work is work, you know. I'm just glad it's the weekend. Well, I'm tech. Oh, which reminds me. If this episode turns out a little retarded, it's because I'm technically working and. I'm knock on wood. I don't have any wood close by here. Knock on wood. I don't get a trip because if I get a trip, then I'm going to have to pause and do all kinds of dumb shit. And hopefully, <laughs> let's let's hope that doesn't happen. We'll be good. We'll be good. Sure. My boss is like, I uh, hope it does happen. I'm like, no, I should be <laughs> off. I need to talk to him about not doing weekends anymore. I hate this because whenever I work the weekend, I work, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, whenever I work the weekend, I work technically 12 days straight. Because I work Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday, and then another Monday through Friday. Which, granted, for the week, like right now, technically, I'm working. It's a lot of work, bro. Yeah, it's not too hectic. And before, I used to be like, eh, it's not a big deal because I don't really do much. But now... It sucks again because oh. since I'm on salary, yeah. it, it just doesn't matter. Like if I'm doing, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? With the amount of hours that I'm putting in Monday through Friday, yeah, this is, I'm not technically getting paid for that. I mean, I am because it's in my salary, but technically I'm not getting paid for this. Yeah. Pero ni modo, life choices. Anyway, so... Start with Instagram, huh? Yeah, before. Focus, Danielson. Right. All right. So from Instagram, this one I thought was interesting. I got super excited, but like I said, I was watching the that uh, Fat Man, uh, Kevin Smith's Fat Man, whatever it's called, his podcast. Yeah. And they, and they made a point. So we'll talk about it a little bit, and then I'll bring up the point that they made. So from the Mighty Miles, uh, breaking news: an anthology series based on Wolverine is report. Do you mind? Is reportedly in the works at Disney Plus. A new actor will be cast as Wolverine. So, um, crazy excited. the The premise, from what I understood, was that um, it's an anthology because usually, like, every, it has one. Every show has like one story arc, but an anthology pretty much means that each season is going to be its own story. And the reason that they decided or said that they wanted to do that is because since Wolverine has such a long lifespan that you could do like one season of him when he went to Japan, you can do one season of his origin. You could do one season of how he started with the weapon X. 
Yeah. So that's why they supposedly want to make it an anthology. Um, and they want to do a series. Yes, it's going to be a show, not a not like a Falcon and Winter Soldier, One Division, where it's just one season. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, your thoughts? Ah, uh, shoot. I mean, Wolverine's my favorite MCU character by okay. far. Ever since I was a kid, I've always liked Wolverine. Um, so I'm excited. Hugh Jackman is, you know, a legend. He's a legend to the character, and I think he played it very well. Um, I hope that I, I, I think they'll do really good about casting the next Wolverine, only because they've they've pretty much, you know, hit every character. Um, almost a hundred percent, you know, to make them fit into the MCU. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of hesitant to see who's going to, who it's going to be, but still excited because if you think about it, Wolverine uh, with Hugh Jackman has been around for 10 years. Right. And he's more, well, yeah, well, more than 10 years, but we've grown with them. And if right. you go um, the last movie is in uh, from Logan, go all the way back to the, you know, the first time he appeared in the MCU, you, you he doesn't even look the same. It's two totally different people because he was yeah. so young. You know what yeah. I mean? So and and it, I don't think people comment enough on he was pretty scrawny. Like mm-hmm. if you look at, I don't know if they're doctored up to make it more dramatic, but if you look like at screenshots from the first X-Men, dude, he was pretty scrawny for what you imagine Wolverine would actually be like. But we all accepted it. We said, mm-hmm. hey, Wolverine. Well, me personally, but I'm sure, you know, just being a diehard like you, you're like, hell yeah, it's Wolverine. He's on the big screen. You know, it's awesome. And plus, we were a lot younger back then, you know, and right. then digitally everything was different. You know, and now it's, you know, exploded to almost, you know, I mean, we can't even tell CGI's now, you know, nowadays mm-hmm. it's, it's so precise. But right. what I'm is that if they are able to do this type of series, I think that they will have enough time for this new ring to grow on us and mm-hmm. kind of make us not forget Hugh Jackman, but um, know that he's still there, but be like, okay, well, this is the, the new MCU Wolverine that's, you know, not with Fox, you know, or with Sony, right. you know, it's kind of like um, it's Disney's, this is Disney's new. So they kind of like, this is the next step. Baseball. Right. Cause that's basically what we're getting into. Right. right. Baseball. Right. The the other thing. What did you? What did you I don't know if you've heard the rumors or whatever. Um, that they want to try to get Tom Hardy. As a, a, a technical difficulties, as you could tell, there's a, a a midget dog fight in his backyard. So my neighbors. I think Tom Hardy would be good, but Spider Man. But Spider Man. Oh, yeah, because Tom Hardy's better. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That's true. So they probably couldn't pull that off. No, that that wouldn't. No, I would actually. That's a good, really good point. I hadn't thought about that. They need to, they need to stay away from that. Oh, well, what I was gonna say real quick about the the Wolverine thing. I think it's it helps also that it's almost like perfect timing that the X Men story are kind of ended with Logan, and then now Disney owns the rights to it because that that's like. Well, we, we didn't screw you guys over. The story's finished. Like, Logan in that universe is dead. So we can pick up and start fresh. Because otherwise, let's say if this had been three, four years ago, 
or longer, then they presumably would have just said, oh, no, that's it. We're not going to make those anymore. We're going to start over. And then you would feel let down because you still wanted more. Like, you got Logan, and that's it. We're done. Yeah, so that and it does it does bring the X-Men part of, you know, the, the how would you put it? Like that universe. The, yeah, that to an end, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I got a list of how many people that they're thinking of or who would fit. You know, of course, these are all fan, fan stuff. Tom right. Hardy, you said Shia LaBeouf. I don't think so. Uh, you know Bag- what? <laughs> Real quick about Shia LaBeouf. The one thing I will say is that I understand that people consider him to be very flaky. Yeah. But as far as dedication to his roles, like. I've I've seen him be more dedicated to his role or read and heard of him being more dedicated to his roles than even some other great like he's even more notorious for doing that than Heath Ledger was. And Heath Ledger fucking killed the and like he just murdered that fucking role as a Joker. So to be fair, I'd say it's worth a shot maybe, but I don't think he's the type that would do that. I think it, not that it would be beneath him, but that He'd be like, nah, I'm gonna. I'm, he's more about doing more meaningful stuff, more artsy stuff. Yeah. Like this would be not beneath him necessarily, like I said, but just not not in his wheelhouse. That's the, I don't think this fits his type of. But then again, fucking Christian Bell did Batman, and Christian Bell's also another notorious fucking method. Yeah, he did really good. Um, I would say like let's say the. I what do they have as number one on here in this list? They have Tom Hardy, but there's no way Tom Hardy can do it with being in spider-man and the vent well the venom and then if they continue on doing something like um uh crossover with well side note technically speaking venom is even though it, it starts with eddie brock it doesn't necessarily have to be him they could some find a way to get tom hardy separated and the symbiote goes on to somebody else because it's um isn't the flash isn't flash not Flash, like the DC character, but the guy Flash, the one that's always bullying um, Peter Parker, doesn't he end up taking on the the symbiote at one point? I think he does. Yeah, in some in some cases, or some uh, one of the one of the the comics, he does. Yeah, I mean they're changing stuff up enough to where if they really wanted him to, they could do that. But I think I, don't think would, I, I still don't think it would tie in because if you think about Wolverine is old. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Tom Hardy just, I don't know. I just, I don't think it would work. I think there would be too many questions. It's like having uh, the Human Torch as, you know, uh, what's, uh, what's his name, Chris, uh, Chris Evans? I don't, I think that, I think the thing there is the time between. Yeah. Because it, it was so long ago. Because, yeah, I'm the same way. I'm like, how the hell are you going to have him play? Like, I still remember. I'm old enough to where, to me, that was just yesterday where I remember yeah. he was a human torch. It's like, he's already in the MC, not MCU, but he's already in in the Marvel movies, technically. Like, that's it's weird to see that. But, I mean, if you go far enough back, it's like fucking Ben Affleck played Daredevil. And now he's yeah. Batman. Yeah. So it just depends. I mean... You can suspend your disbelief. Who's up? Ryan Reynolds. He played the Green Lantern, and now he's Deadpool. He was Deadpool twice. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he played. He played. What was it? X twenty three. That doesn't count as Deadpool. He played Wade Wilson, 
which actually that dude when i saw it when i saw that movie that was like oh my god that's fucking awesome i hope that they actually and then like they do deadpool but then when they did that weapon or x i think it was x23 or whatever it was I'm like oh my god that's so horrible and i, I yeah, even looked went yeah. back and looked it up i'm like i don't think he had any of those powers i don't remember him shooting lasers from his eyes and teleporting but no i don't think I don't he know. did well <laughs> just so that so we don't linger too long the thing that i read or that i heard down the fat man podcast apparently this guy made a really good point i forget his name sorry if you ever listen to this which i doubt um that it's these are all um like internet things on on instagram and stuff like that that it's popping up as breaking news quote unquote but it hasn't hit any major publications like comic i forget the name of that big one that does most of the comic movies or comic something um online variety like all the major actual entertainment um outlets none of them have said anything about this and that usually when that happens it's just rumor mill stuff that doesn't end up happening so he was yeah. saying that he he very very seriously doubts that it'll happen we all hope it does but that realistically probably not that i think yeah. it's it's too soon and it makes it like well just because it's in development doesn't mean it's going to come out any time soon it could be in development and come out in five years and who yeah. knows if they'll introduce mutants between now and then so yeah i mean it's still in the works so you never know because mm-hmm. i mean who knows how long this merger's been happening but presumably they started the mcu before they had any thoughts that they were going to acquire those rights so it's probably yeah. going to be a while before we get mutants introduced anyway but who knows man they they've done, they've done a hell of a job of incorporating stories and keeping us entertained so they could pull it off what do you think about uh Teron? Egerton? Is that his name? From uh, the King For Wolverine? Yeah. I've seen a lot of like posts and different like uh, different uh, what do you call it conversations about him playing the new Wolverine. He's a hell of an actor, man. I I remember I saw him in the Kingsman and I could have sworn I've seen that kid before somewhere, but I looked up his IMDB and I couldn't find anything that I recognized him from, but I could swear that I've seen this kid before. Um, and I just, when I saw the Kingsman, I'm like, ah, okay, like he, whatever. But then I saw him in rocket man, the yeah. Elton John story, dude, kid can act, man. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's an overall in, and I, I, I get a kick out of seeing people like that, that are, I don't know if he is classically trained, but he seems to be like he he can act, he can sing, he can dance. You know, I I I'm old enough to remember seeing, you know, Fred Astaire and seeing Singing in the Rain and seeing guys that that had that were true entertainers. They weren't just actors; they were true entertainers. They sang, they sang, they danced, they acted. Um, so it's really cool to see somebody that can pull that off. Um, Again, it's good enough actor that I think he could pull it off. It's just, for me, it's the look. Yeah. I, I don't know if he could pull off the look, but I didn't. I had that huge problem with Hugh Jackman. I was like, he's yeah. too scrawny. He's too tall. Like, I think fucking Hugh Jackman is like 6'1". Yeah. And Wolverine is like 5'2". No, Wolverine is like 5'. No, Wolverine? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, like, uh, I mean, like 5'6". Four eleven, five five two, right? Something like yeah, that. he's like I think he's like four eleven or five even something like that. He's like super tiny. Oh, geez, which, 
which makes it even <laughs> there you go <laughs> for the, the mexican wolverine you're right <laughs> el loberine um yeah so i don't Have know you, okay it, i would rather them do go back to that and do and that's what i've been see i've seen a lot of that stuff too it's where they want him to be a more muscular but smaller type of guy and i hope that if they do go that route he doesn't get like criticized to where they're like oh so why is he so small or you know compared to like oh it's gonna happen if they did that it's gonna happen because there's tons of people that only know hugh jackman as wolverine they don't they're not fans enough to know that discrepancy or whatever and that, that criticism and it's going to happen and then the comic book geeks are going to be like you're fucking stupid like the wolverine is super t-, and then that whole argument is going to happen um but the thing is no matter who they get there's going to be going to be people that like it and there's going to be people and that not like it yeah so it, it's just what we end up thinking of when they finally announce it but Honestly, I, I kind of agreed with this guy. I don't. If it's not hitting the major ones, I don't think it'll happen, and it's probably too soon. So yeah. What do you think about Carl Urban? Carl Urban from The Voice. He was the executioner of Thor Ragnarok. Okay, that's what I was gonna say, dude. That guy. I'm, He's been in like hundreds of movies, and you're like. That's what I was gonna say, dude. I just been in too much that I just don't. The good thing is that he he changes it up enough to where he he's not typecast necessarily. Like I don't see him necessarily, but the facial expressions I do because I see yeah. that I see the facial expression. I'm like I I can't decide if I'm remembering him from Lord of the Rings or from The Boys or from I I'm a big fan of Doom as shitty as that movie is. Um, like I just remember he's in so many things that. I'm just like no, I'm Car- Carl Urbaned out at this point. Like, so let's let somebody else. Because the other thing you got to figure, they they need to get somebody that I don't want to say unknown. That's actually not a that that's a pretty good shot, dude. I could see that. He has he has the that look that that face. scowl that yeah. Yes. But then again, like I said, I mean, he has he's already he was already in the Ragnarok. He's kind of mm-hmm. you know, and it, that's really close together too. Mm-hmm. And then he's 6-1. Well, and not thanks to Hugh Jackman, we don't have to worry too much about that. But it would be cool if, like you said, they went back to... I don't know. I it just... I think they need to give it to somebody that's not that well-known and maybe this will make their career because presumably, let's say they did hypothetically want to do the show, he's going to be tied into the show. They're going to tie him into the movies. That's going to be a big part of their career. Yeah. So they don't want to get. I don't think somebody like Carl Urban wants to get tied down. He's already doing the boys, so I don't know if he's gonna even have time to do another show and movies. You know what I mean? True that. Yeah. No, that makes so, sense. That'll. We'll have to see. All right. So moving on real quick because we're gonna get stuck here forever. Go for it. <laughs> uh, this one, like I said, this one might take a while because this one really bugged the shit out of me. Um, Alfred Molina confirms he will reprise his role. In his early conversations with John Watts, Spider-Man No Way Home will pick up Doc Ock's story from that moment in the river. John John Watts told him, in this universe, no one really dies. This is from the real underscore GGN. Uh, If you want to do me a favor and if you looked it up or read through it at all, give us your thoughts real quick while I let the dog in, in the house. 
Honestly, uh, I think him playing this role is is good. He did he did really well. Um, and then bringing him back, I think it would really do really good. I mean, it'll kind of give us a little bit of of ties to like the backstory of of Spider Man and kind of give us like more of a more of a, not a taste, but more like okay, yeah, well he's he's like the veteran. He's been here. He's done it. You know, in 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 those senses. So I think Alfred Molina coming back as Doc Ock, I think that'd be great. I mean, I hope that uh, that they do. You know, but I don't know. I mean, No Way Home is gonna have a lot of twists and a lot of stuff. You know, that we want. There's been so many type of um, so many types of, of of talk of what they're gonna do what the plot's going to be, you know, where they're going to end up, who's going to be in it, especially who's going to be in it. I think that's like, and then you're so, on a rant. Right. So through the magic of editing, most of you won't really know what happened, but we had this whole fiasco. But if you notice a uh, weirdness in the continuity of the thought process, that's why we had technical difficulty. Poor Ambrose had to stare at a, a shot of my crotch on his computer screen for like five minutes till I've got it fixed. Wait, so, just to get just to just to be on the same page, there was a crotch shot of you on the screen, but I didn't stare at it for five minutes. <laughs> bro, everybody knows that you were staring at it for five minutes, and if they listened to what you were saying, they could see they can hear that you weren't really concentrating on what you were saying. Everybody knows where your focus was. Okay. Um, so we're talking about Alfred Molina. Um, I get I get what you were saying because I did go back and listen to it, so I know what you said. Um, like when you bring up that point, it makes sense. I just have a huge problem with it, and I know a lot of people are gonna be like, "You're a grown ass man getting upset about a comic book movie." Is it my turn to get a crotch shot? Um, so. I know I'm going to get a lot of people that are probably going to be upset at me because they grew up on these movies. There's a lot, according to my analytics, I have a lot of zero to 17 year olds and like early tweens or whatever. So they literally grew up on Tobey Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man movies, literally grew up with them. I don't dislike the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, but they're still very old Hollywood trying to make comic book movies. So to for them to tie those into our modern MCU, I I don't I don't I don't agree with I don't I don't want it. I don't I don't want if they're gonna do Doc Ock, make a new Doc Ock. Like don't it's it's tying the universes together. Now that being said, Marvel has done an amazing job so far. They've had their missteps here and there and like we were just looking at that list you know they have little things that you can nitpick but overall they've done a really fantastic job telling a great story so i'm gonna trust that they're gonna do something pretty cool with it but i don't know man they're gonna have to really wow me with this one i mean uh, toby mcguire being spider-man you know, we're going to go back to like the nostalgia of things where it's like he was the first, 
And it was like, okay, Spider-Man is here. You know, mm-hmm. we're not 70s style Spider-Man or mm-hmm. the early morning cartoon Spider-Man. We actually have them in real life. So in that aspect, I really liked where they went with it, right? Right. When they finished the trilogy, and then they went back to Spider-Man with, um, I can't remember his name. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. I still think that he did really good. But, you know, Toby Maguire was always in the, in my, the you know, the, my the back of my mind saying okay well that was a spider-man from this age and then now uh andrew garfield came out and he did good but then when they only did what one two one two so they did the two and then he cut it quits you know kind of left a bad taste in my mouth so <clears throat> if they are going to do this multiverse thing and back toby mcguire i would like to see that but andrew garfield kind of just left a bad taste in my mouth where it's like does he really need to be in there when I, you know, I don't really know the backstory, but I know that he just cut it out and didn't want to do Spider-Man or some crap like that. Mm. I, I think I think for me, the other thing is, like, Tobey Maguire was the very, ugh, I, don't, I almost hate to say it, but, like, the emo, insecure Peter Parker. Andrew Garfield really pulled off the sarcastic Peter Parker. Yeah. But I think Tom Holland does perfect because he does both. Yeah, he's yeah. a teenager that's still trying to figure himself out, but he's got that sarcasm to where he's 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 quippy. But yeah, if if he could turn up the sarcasm a little bit more with because the the things that he says seems like a a teenagery kid that's like in awe, like when he catches uh, Winter Soldier's hand and he's like, "Whoa, dude, you got a metal arm!" Yeah, like that's just a kid being in awe of everything that's going on around him, but. And the the Spider Man that I always loved was super sarcastic. Yeah. And Andrew Garfield, I think, pulled that off really well. So I would like to see like if they can incorporate it somehow and make it like I said, it, they might pull off a story that's gonna just be super amazing and I'm gonna eat my words. You can save this and I'll eat crow. But I don't know, dude. Like when they were talking about that they were gonna have all three Spider-Man, and they were going to bring in this person from the old movies and this person and that. And I'm like, dude, we already have the the Spider-Verse. And I love that that movie, that animated movie. We already have that. So we don't need a live-action version. But maybe that's just what they're letting people think so that they can do their own thing and then surprise us. But I don't know. It just, I'm like, nah, I don't know. Like if you think about it, with that being said, the Spider-Verse did really well, right? Mm-hmm. So, since they saw, hey, you know what, this animated movie did really well, what would it look like if we brought it to the big screen to see how it actually does with, you know, live characters? And I think that's where they're trying to adapt the animated one into, like, the MCU. I think that causes too many problems because then if that's the case, then well, there's the multiverse thing. But because they have the Peter Parker in the Spider-Verse animated movie, so you're basically saying that that's because it they're they're different universes, but they're not the same person. Like none of them are Peter Parker. It's Gwen Stacy, it's Miles Morales, it's Peter Parker, whatever. Well, actually, the the Noir one is Peter Parker, right? Yeah. 
so that that's just my I'm like technically speaking it is Peter Parker so if you have Tom Holland as Peter Parker and they're bringing the Spider-Verse into this universe then you already have multiple Peter Parker I think it's just too convoluted it's like too much together in other yeah words. and and then not only that they're doing a Spider-Verse sequel animated so how does that tie in if they're bringing that universe into the MCU I I think it's just too convoluted but I don't well, know if you, said. if you think about it, it's like just like you watch the the DC the new uh, the new uh, DC movie, you know, and then they have all the Batman you know animated movies on HBO. Mm-hmm. But they don't tie together. Those are like totally two totally separate things. Yeah, but, if you look at, at but, that aspect. But yeah, but they're 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 planning it that way. They're making the animated movies. They're making the DCU movies, and that's it. But you're talking about literally incorporating them together, like the the they're bringing that universe into the MCU, and vice versa. And that's where I think it gets complicated. If they keep them separate, like I think they they will, the Spider Verse one and two are just gonna be what they are, which I think works. But if they're gonna incorporate it, I don't know. It seems it seems like too much. But then again, like I said, they're they're doing the Loki thing where he's fixing time and multiverses. They're doing Doctor Strange multiverse, mad multiverse of madness or whatever. Wanda is supposed to tie into that somehow. So maybe they could bring it all together and say, yeah, there was going to be multiverses, but we found a way to fix it so everything's back to normal. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's uh, just too confusing with. No plot lines, no information, you yeah. know, no actual yeah. stuff. It kind of mixes wreck our, brain, our brains, and we're like kind of going crazy here because we don't know what the hell's going to go up. You know, nothing, yeah. We don't but, know. And for all we know, that's exactly what Hollywood wants. They're they're creating this buzz because I mean, granted, I don't have that big of a listenership quite yet, but we're we're talking about it, and yeah. the people that do listen to the show, they might talk about it with their friends. So it's creating a buzz. And we're going to go watch it to see what they did. And at that point, not that they, I don't believe in the whole conspiracy theory that they're like evil men just, but realistically, they don't care too much. You're like, we're giving you the best movie we can possibly give you. And once you've paid, if you don't like it, well, we have your money. (laughs) Exactly. It's too late now. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I don't think it's that, I don't think they're that greedy. And I'm sure there are some, but for the most part, I, I do believe that they want to make the best movies possible. And unfortunately, it's just not going to appease everybody. Exactly, so, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll try to move on here because I know we're pushing an hour already. Yeah. Uh, that was it for the Instagram stuff, right? Okay, because we got two shows with the Winter Soldier. That one's going to take a little while. We want to hopefully get to the Marvel fuck ups, but I don't know if we will. Do you want to do, what do you think, what do you want to do, Invincible first or Falcon and Winter Soldier? I think Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to go quicker because it's just one episode, really, that we're reviewing and trying to catch up on. Yeah. Whereas Invincible is going to be, like, five episodes. No, that's fine. Let's start with Falcon. Okay. Or would you say F-A-W-S? F-A-W-S, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I was like, what? What is Foz? Mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as I uh, typed it out, I'm like, oh, he's going to read that. He's going to be like, oh. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> so, Falcon and Winter Soldier. This episode is where we see 
the aftermath of Mr. Walker doing what he did. We see, um, what's his face, Sam, come to the realization that he probably did screw up and shouldn't have given up the shield. But he goes to talk to Isaiah. So there's that whole aspect, the racial aspect of what they brought into the show. Well, I mean, it's been there, but th- this one, I think this one came to a head with the racial stuff. Like, they, they were kind of incorporating it, and this was the episode that they're like, this is why we've been introducing this racial stuff, because of this scene, which yeah. is a really powerful scene. Um, and, yeah, so overall thoughts? Uh, I thought it was I thought it was great. <clears throat> I, I like that buildup and that that last from that last scene from episode four where he just you know uh, the new cap was just standing there with the shield covered in blood mm-hmm. and kind of like it, it kind of made everybody think yeah I told you so you mm-hmm. know this was gonna happen you know what I mean especially the people in the comics with U.S. agent you know what I mean kind of knowing where this guy was going but even at the beginning to where he was like overly nervous just to, you know, go out and talk to GMA, you know, one of the other episodes, you could tell where he was kind of at and his, his constant, his constant, like uh, belittling himself Mm -hmm. against super soldiers. You know what I mean? So when, when he had the chance to take that serum, you know what I mean? Boom, it was done. And now we know what it led up to. Mm -hmm. You know, it was going to lead up to this. Right. And uh, I was talking to Cinda because she was like, well, you know, what, what, why would, why would they do that? And it's like, they, they've been stating it from, I don't want to say the beginning necessarily because it's technically fourth movie. Well, Captain America, the first Avenger was what, like the fourth movie? Fourth or yeah, fifth? Yeah. But it, it's the very first in the, chronologically, it's technically the beginning. Um, yeah. And they, they even say it that the the whole super soldier thing it basically just enhances whatever they already are if they're good they're better if they're bad they're worse yeah um so when you know red skull he takes it of course he becomes super villain um the other ones that they had in russia which were who was doing that project that was Hydra. No, it wasn't. It was Hydra. Yeah, Hydra. I think it was Hydra. Um, they're of course not the best, which we don't know for sure because they Zemo executed them because he hates the whole program to begin with, and that was he, wasn't he? Wasn't he? He started that, didn't he? He was the doctor for them. Zemo? Yeah, wasn't he there? Oh, I don't remember that. I thought it was uh, the other guy, the the one that ends up in the computer. Well, he was there with, he was there back with um, uh, Red Skull, and then he ended up in the computer. But then when they were, where, where were they in Siberia or mm-hmm. they had that base? Wasn't Zemo there? Well, yeah, Zemo's the one. Zemo's uh, the guy that puts on the purple mask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's he's there because, and that's what the Cassandra got all confused because she's like, why would he do that and then kill them? It's like he doesn't like the Super Soldiers program he was making them think that he was going to release the other ones so that they would all converge on that one place so that he could let Tony figure out who Bucky really was and how his parents really died. But he didn't 
really have plans to release them. That's why they're shot as soon as he got there because he killed them. He's like, I don't want any super soldiers around. I just want to destroy the Avengers by having Bucky and Tony go at it. But and he's the one that had that in the book, right? Yes, and that's she has she asked me that as well. She's like, Well, why why did he take control? Well, he didn't create the book, he used the book to gain control of Bucky so that all of this could play out. Like it was just this grand scheme of revenge for what they did to his family. Or what yeah. he feels that they did to his family. So right. so yeah, so when she's like, Well, why is he that isn't he supposed to be better and like no it takes whatever they're what's up oh um it takes whatever is already there and makes it worse per se and we're gonna take a pause because he's not gonna hear what i just said and then so you won't you won't be able to tell i'll edit this out or maybe i won't it's just me and you talking what do you guys think i'm still waiting for you guys to write in call in because technically you can leave a voice message on the Anchor app. Just saying. I'd love to talk to you guys. Get some other points of view in here. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm an idiot. Ah, oh, you're good, bro. I, I kind of paused and stopped talking just so that you wouldn't be all confused when you came back. And like, what the hell is he talking about? My computer was about to die. <laughs> oh, you had to go get your cord? Yeah, I was like, what the hell is going to die? That'd be funny. Just uh, a plethora of technical difficulties today. Yeah, so, um, oh, shit, I, even, I already forgot what I was saying. Oh, the John Walker thing where she was, like, a little confused because she was like, well, why is he, shouldn't it make him, like, a better person? I was like, no, it, t- it amplifies whatever they already have. So he has this, he already has this insecurity and stuff, and he's trying to prove himself. So now he has the means to try to prove himself, and he's just doing it the wrong way. And he has to, he's coping with the fact that I, I have a lot of sympathy for John Walker. Uh, yes, he's he's an asshole, but he's an asshole dealing with trauma, not an evil person. There's a difference. And like the Red Skull was evil and became worse. John Walker to me is just a guy that's insecure and dealing with a lot of insecurities type stuff and has to deal with the trauma of the pressure. And then now he just lost his best friend. Exactly. And he, he said it. Well, I mean, in, in a sense, yeah, he's evil, but only because, you know, maybe that, you know, he was more of a, of a, of a patriot, you know what I mean? But just that 20% evil that he had in there, let's say, you know, kind of just amplified, it, you know, double, not triple. And well, now his head's kind of like... Sorry. Well, let me ask like, you this. What, what do you think makes him evil? Like, what, what, why do you say he, why do you say he's, he is evil? I think it's it was that envy, the envy of the super soldiers and him not being able to be as strong or as fast or as you know capable as them. And I think that envy is what kind of you know drew him to take the serum. And just that envy is the main source of him. It, that the envy is his downfall, in other words, because he's a great soldier. He was he you know mm-hmm. he got recommended and all this stuff. You know he did very well in the military. But that little piece, that little envy, that enviousness of him that he has towards right. the superhumans or the, the super soldiers, you know, that's that's what 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 in the end, like pretty much just killed him. You know? Yeah, no, no. And I, I agree. I just I think that's where I'm like, I don't I don't see that as evil necessarily, oh. though, because I think a lot of people 
not that it's weak, but I think a lot of people would fall victim to something like that with the right traumas. And I think that's unfortunately the, what he ended up doing because of it, killing that one guy and what apparently he's going to end up doing because apparently he's on a path of all kinds of evil shit now. But there's and that's what I mean. I think there's a difference between the people that are just straight up evil and would have done evil things anyway and the people that are traumatized like Zemo Zemo's another example I don't think he would have done any real bad or evil stuff if he hadn't have lost his family yeah so in that that sense I think John Walker's redeemable to a certain extent and Sam almost had him convinced but he went the wrong path and now he's gonna have to deal with the consequences of it and the, the fact that he was welding his metals onto his own little makeshift shield that that was crazy that like i think there's a lot of commentary in there about how some veterans probably feel that they've been let down by the government and by the military to like you gave me all these orders to do all these things and now you're just gonna you know cut me off and throw me to the side and court martial me all kinds of shit like they feel almost betrayed to a certain extent yeah, and a lot of veterans when they do come back or you know what I mean, or something happens or they become disabled you know what i mean they, they do mm-hmm. kick to the nuts and they see ya. you know we've used you for where we needed you yeah or now you're broken that's it we don't need you no more you know right you know because you do see that and it's everywhere mm-hmm. you know what i mean they kind of did tie in that aspect to where it's like you know they kind of brought in the truth to say yeah you you made me do this you gave me those orders you know and now you're telling me that i'm wrong after giving me those orders you know what i mean in other mm-hmm. words if you do damned if you don't yeah. you know and for them to like strip them of everything and you know take everything away from them you know it kind of sucks now real quick do you think do you think they deal with walker in episode the final for those that maybe weren't paying attention or just for whatever reason, don't know. Episode six will be the last one. Do you think they will close off the John Walker storyline in episode six, or do you think they deal with him kind of, but he makes a return later? I think they're gonna do it like in like the MCU has always been doing it. They always have something in the background just lurking, and then boom, all of a sudden they're gonna come out with it. You know what I mean? And it's just one of the things that they they're constantly doing it's whether it be you know uh just simple tie-ins you know from two movies prior it could come out you know one of the next uh, you know, movies or after the black widow you know what i mean where he comes back and he's with hydra you know yeah or, well that's yeah. because presumably that's what uh julia louise dreyfus's character i think i forget what her i don't I don't know the characters well enough, but I think it's like Lady Hydra or something like that. Yeah, Bell. Something. So, and make and they brought this up again in that Fat Man uh, podcast with Kevin Smith and I forget the other guy's name. Um, that does that? Do you think that'll encourage them to possibly do a second season of Falcon and Winter Soldier? Because I, I get what you're saying and I agree because. When, when I was starting to watch this season or this this show, I was like, okay, they're gonna deal with they're gonna do the John Walker thing and they're gonna deal with it and that'll be it. But now with him taking the serum, now with him being introduced to 
to Lady Hydra to now with all these things. It's it seems too abrupt for them to just end it all in one episode. Like yeah, I think he's gonna be around for a while, but the question is, how do you incorporate that into an or a story arc that involves all the Avengers? Yeah, well, I think that the with the path that they're going with everything else, it'll be here. I mean, it'll it'll come back. He'll come back, but not into the future because if you think about it, next we got Black Widow, which is like a story before or right after Avengers, right? I think that's when it takes place. I think, yeah. And then they're going to go into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse. So that's already almost a year of stuff before they can come back to that. You know what I mean? Oh, well, so, really interesting. I don't know if you read this part that um, the Julia Louise Dreyfus character, mm-hmm. um, she's actually supposed to be introduced in Black Widow. But because that got pushed, uh, they put her into this one. I see. And her name is Contessa Valentina Allegra de la Fontaine. Andele. Try saying that three times real fast. Well, she said just to call her Val, so. Yeah. Just call her uh, Val. It's <laughs> right. So Val. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I think that's, I think it's going to be a, an ongoing thing. I think that they'll, they'll find a way to bring them back in. I'm just curious if they'll do more shows or, because I mean, they're dropping, what is it? Like 40 million per episode to do not some sure. of these shows. I'm oh, sure. which which reminds me real quick. I'm going to throw this in there so we can hopefully use this to segue into the next one. I don't know. Well, real quick, was there anything else that you wanted to say about this episode? Ah, the case, bro. The what? I'm so excited to see what's inside that damn case. Oh, I I kind of figured I, the the whole time I'm like, show what's in the fucking case. Like, stop. Putting it off, what's in the damn case? I'm pretty, I'm positive it's gonna be his new suit, Captain America suit. Yeah, I think it's no, new no suit. wings. No, 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 because he's no because wings. he he told Torres, and which is really cool because I don't think his name is Torres in the comics, but that guy presumably could be the next Falcon because yeah. he literally walks away and says, Keep him. Yeah, so I don't and, know, maybe and, they'll do that. And and doesn't have any powers, so this guy doesn't have any powers either. Mm-hmm. As long as he trains. Mm-hmm. That's my question. Is Sam going to continue to be the regular man cap, or is he going to take some serum? Yeah. I mean, granted, I know they said supposedly that the, the ones that John Walker destroyed and took, the ones he destroyed were the last, and the one that he took was the absolute last, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that's not the case. I'm pretty well, sure they not. can find more. I mean, because if you think about it, we didn't—they have, didn't have any of those serums since Captain America, the first Avenger. You know, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you know, they had another super, the, another Captain America. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, like now, there's more. So, question: I believe somewhere in the comics, or I think you even mentioned it last week, that somebody like absorbed the powers through the blood or whatever. What was that? Yes, that was it. Was Sam because he had gotten hurt, and in the movies, I mean, in the comics, he had to take the blood from Captain America so that he can live, and that's how he got the serum inside her. So, question: Because Isaiah seems to be so gung ho about the racial divide and saying no, because I'm black, they fucked me over, which he's not exactly wrong, but 
do you think that maybe he somehow Sam somehow manages to convince him to come out of hiding and that they take the blood from Isaiah give it to Sam and that's how he becomes the full cap I think it's possible but I could see him coming out and then I can see like something happening to Sam and Isaiah feeling sorry for him or having to save him mm-hmm. so that they can kind of still bring in that, that comic book aspect. Right. And not getting the blood and not actually taking care of him, but getting the blood from a super, a super soldier, you know, mm-hmm. I, something like that. I, that would be awesome to kind of like intertwine both of them together, you know? Cause I, I just don't see how, Hey, another thing is, do they give him the? No, nah, I don't think they would do that. But I was thinking, do you think they'll give him the flower from Wakanda? Because I just don't see how you have a cap without him being a super soldier. Like yeah, I know. him as Falcon has been pulling off some amazing stuff, but I don't know if he's got what it takes to be Cap without the yeah. serum, without some kind of super soldier thing. I I just it. He's he's going up against some major hitters for him yeah. to be, you know what I mean? If, if he's gonna fight like a, a Thanos level threat, he can't yeah. do it as Sam. No, no way, there's no way. So I don't know, maybe, maybe he does. I think he does. I think they're they're gonna. I I hope that they do it in a way where it's not like he asked for it, but you know it was something that had to be done. You know something like that. Yeah. Because I don't think that. Him being regular bothers him, like as right ways. But I think that there's gonna be a, a point where it's like he has to take it, you know. Yeah, because I mean he's gonna he's gonna have to realize that he did okay because Bucky was there against mm-hmm. John Walker. But if the Winter Soldier is not there, if Bucky's not there to help him, he can't. He doesn't stand a chance against John Walker by himself. There's no way. So uh-huh. it's like if you want to take that threat down and even uh, Car- what's her name? Carly? 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 Yeah. Those guys have the serum pumping through their veins. So, I mean, if he wants to deal with these people, he's going to have to step up. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, what I was going to mention real quick. Um, had you and I talked about the Lord of the Rings show that they're doing I think in previous ones, yes, we, we've uh, mentioned it. Well, uh, I don't know if you know, series, but right? they're not doing they're not doing the story because at first when I read it, I'm like, I've already seen the Lord of the Rings. I don't need the show. Uh, my only thought at the time was, well, maybe they'll go in way more in depth into what the books had because they'll now have a show to stretch it across. Yeah. Um, but I read that it's not the Lord of the Rings technically. It's Middle Earth, but this is going to be on based on the Second Age of Middle Earth, which so is after. no before, because the one the Lord of the Rings technically is the Third Age. Oh, I see. So it's going to go back to when the rings were created. So you're going to see Sauron. You're going to see him create the rings, give them to the elves, to the dwarves, to man. You're going to see that part of the story. So you'll probably still see Gollum, yeah, but you won't see. Aragon or any of those, and you won't see um, Bilbo or Frodo. You won't see them, but you'll. It's it takes place within Middle Earth, um, but it's not the Lord of the Rings technically. It's within the universe. Where is that series coming out of? I believe it's Prime. Amazon Prime is the one that's funding this, 
which is that's technically what I wanted to get into. So I read that Game of just to give you a frame of reference, Game of Thrones was a hundred million per season is what they spent to make Game of Thrones. Lord of the Rings for Amazon Prime, they're reportedly gonna spend approximately four hundred and fifty million per episode. So four times what they spent on Game of Thrones is what they're pumping into the Lord of the Rings show. So do you think it's more because of the CGI? Probably, because, I mean, you're talking about... Yeah, you're talking about some major effects. You're talking about ants and dragons and all kinds of stuff, but location, I think, has a lot to do with it, because if they can't shoot on location the way Peter Jackson did, they're going to have to create that digitally, and that's going to take a lot of money. I... I what when they first announced it, I was like, dude, I already saw Lord of the Rings, so I wasn't excited. But now that I know it's Second Age of Middle Earth and how much money they're pumping into it, I'm gonna be all over this fucking thing. Yeah, I think it'll be awesome. I I I have always liked the Lord of the Rings. The Hobbit trilogy was great, you know what I mean. So seeing something in a series like a based uh, show, mm-hmm. up, I think it'll be really. You know cool. what the funny thing is? I didn't. I couldn't get into the Hobbit. I think if they had done the... I, I have this theory that when Tolkien wrote The Hobbit, I think what actually happened was he wrote The Lord of the Rings and the publisher was just like, bro, this is too much book. Like, it's just... This is ridiculous. This is a re- huge story. You have all kinds of characters and it's just way, way too busy. Can you condense it and make it more like a snack rather than a fucking five course meal and shit. And I think he wrote the Hobbit that way thinking, okay, I'm going to take these parts from the Lord of the Rings and just make the Hobbit. And then they put it out and they were like, yeah, everybody loves this shit. So we're going to go ahead and put out the Lord of the Rings as well. I'm sure that's the, that's what happened. So because, and for that reason, so I saw the Lord of the Rings and I'm like, okay, fucking amazing. And then I saw the Hobbit. I'm like, I've already seen this whole thing. The that one person that's supposed to be king but's reluctant is that I forget his name, Thorn, whatever, the one from the Hobbit, or is it yeah. Eric, the Hobbit that's pretty much the linchpin to save everybody? Is that Bilbo or is that Frodo? He has yeah. this little coalition of people that are helping him. Is that them? Is that the Hobbits and the Dwarves, or is that the Fellowship of the Ring? Like, there's just so many parallels to the whole thing that. I'm like, I already saw this. I it's called Lord of the Rings. Like I can't I can't get too much into the Hobbit because I've already seen all of this stuff. Like all the main points are already there. Yeah, so you kinda already know what's going on, right? I made myself watch them. There's they're good, but if I'm gonna sit there for what is it, ten hours and watch the movies all over again, I'm gonna sit through Lord of the Rings, not the Hobbit. Yeah. I mean I liked it. Um how, how what was the time frame of the last Lord of the Rings and then when you brought back the Hobbit? Do you remember? I want to say it was like five years, five six yeah. years. You see, and that's where I was kind of like, okay, you know what I mean? Because it already had that long ass buffer zone to where mm-hmm. it's okay. I'm ready for something, something else. Even You're if ready it for is, some more Middle Earth. Exactly. You know what I mean? You already knew the type of movies they were. You already knew the type of uh, of <clears throat> scenery and and stuff that was going on. Right. So that's kind of like what brought me back to being like, okay, I want to watch it. 
even though you kind of knew where the last move was going to, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Leading to, you just wanted to see that, that, that pre, you know, the prequel, the, the, the stuff that was happening prior to everything, you know, so yeah. yeah, in that aspect, I really liked it. Even though, me- no, you know, yeah, give me one second. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause the audio and we'll edit it later. Let me let me get uh, a beer. Hold okay, on. I'm gonna get another drink too. Okay. And since Mr. Ambrose is not here with us right now, I'm gonna serenade you guys and sing you a song. Any requests? You in the back, sir? Request the Notorious B.I.G. The warning? No, that's this is a kid-friendly show. The fuck it is. It's not a kid for any show. Uh, we're waiting for Mr. Ambrose to get back. I'm going to probably edit all this stuff out anyway. So. Enjoying my cigar. Having another beer. I could definitely do this for a living, guys. If you guys pump this up enough. I don't know. I don't think I'm interesting enough to. But I enjoy doing it. That's That's the thing. I enjoy doing it. I don't care if I'm good enough. I enjoy doing it. Ah, beer. Beer is one of the greatest things ever invented. I enjoy my liquor. But I'll take beer. I'm like Thor. Fat Thor. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, that was funny. Fat Thor. I'm Fat Thor. That's what I am. Without the powers. I'm just fat. That's funny. How long does it take to make one damn drink, Ambrose? Yeah, so the mag- through the magic of editing, we're back. So that's Falcon and Winter Soldier. Was there anything that you wanted to add to the Falcon and Winter Soldier conversation before we rent it off into Lord of the Rings? Uh, No, I mean, I would like to see, you know, where they're going with um, with Bucky, Conda, mm-hmm. and maybe doing like the the White Wolf aspect of it. You know, I had that thought. As a matter of fact, when I was when I was watching that Fat Man podcast, I I was a little. I don't know if I want to say tipsy or drunk. I was kind of in the middle of both, yeah. so I was commenting on there because you know what? Do you know Kevin Smith fairly well? Uh, no, but I know who he is. Okay, well, I have a, I'll try to make that story quick, and I'll tell you how that's relevant real right now. But um, so I, I'm in there watching, and I made that comment. I'm like, so, what if, since we have Sam being the new Cap, which the whole premise, not the whole premise, but part of the theme of the show is people having an issue with a black Captain America, which to people like me, that's just stupid. I'm like, dude, who care? I don't. I'm probably so non-racist like it's not even like I don't, i'm like dude it's it's fucking amazing like i don't give a shit what color he is but um i had a thought like i think it'll piss a lot of people off but as a comic book fan as a mcu fan i think it would be kind of cool what if they let them be cap and since they don't want to recast bozeman as the black panther they have bucky represent wakanda as a white wolf. I mean, I think that would be awesome. 
because I, I don't I don't see how they do. I, I understand they're saying Black Panther two. They're just gonna focus on Wakanda. They're not gonna really have a Black Panther. But I'm like, dude, at some point you need. Maybe they're doing it just because it's a little too soon. But at some point you need to have the Black Panther back. I love the Black Panther. How do yeah. you not have him back in the MCU? If they hadn't have killed off uh, Killmonger, I think Michael yeah. Jordan would be amazing as a Black Panther. Um, the fact that they want to make uh, what's her name Shuri, they're talking about her maybe being taking up the mantle. I'm like, ah, why not? Like, no big deal. But I just, as long as they give us a Black Panther, I did, we need a Black Panther. So I don't know. We'll see. So again, again, there's so many different ways that they could like integrate the Black Panther and then not wanting to recast Chadwick Boseman. I think that's cool. I think that's good. However, I mean, how are they gonna? How are they gonna? How are they gonna? I hate to say it, but how are they gonna kill him? You know what I mean? How, yeah. yeah. You know, what are they gonna do? You know what I mean? In order to continue the, the story, because they're already, you know, they're already anticipating Black Panther. You know, I mean, we saw the stuff. You know what I mean? Online and 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 the 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 timeline. You know, when they give us a future timeline, it was on there. So how are they gonna go back and re you know, redo that 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 move. I mean, it's, yeah. it's and and like we've like I've been saying, like we've said in other segments or whatever, it that Marvel has done a great job with their storytelling. Uh, Feige and I forget the other Desposito or whatever his name is. Not that they're writing it, but they're getting producers, they're getting writers that are doing a hell of a job. So I have faith that they could figure out a way to pull it off. I get why they don't want to recast them yet, but I think at some point they have to. Like, there's just no way you have the MCU without the Black Panther, I think. But I don't know. They could pull it off. Um, so real quick before we go and get into Invincible, this is my Kevin Smith story. And I'm going to – I decided that part of my, the theme of my show is going to be trying to get Kevin Smith to come on to the show. Okay. And here's, here's why. So – I'm a big Kevin Smith man, not to the point where I know every movie he's made and everything, not like a super fan, but I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. I worked with a guy that um, loved Kevin Smith, and he's the one that told me about Clerks. Have you ever seen Clerks? Uh, no. no. Okay. Not a lot of people have, but a lot of people know Kevin Smith because, well, Kevin Smith, he actually wrote for a lot of comic books. I believe he wrote, uh, he was a writer for Spider-Man, and I believe he wrote for Batman. So he's a big comic book geek, huge Star Wars geek. And he made a little low-budget movie called Clerks that launched his career. And since then, he did Clerks, Clerks 2, Dogma, um, Chasing Amy, Mallrats. Unfortunately, he did Cop Out <laughs> uh, with Bruce Willis. Like He's had a, a, a bunch of movies that he's made, and he's become a geek culture icon. He's, as a matter of fact, right now his biggest project or his latest project is uh, he's supposed to do the uh, Masters of the Universe. They're bringing that back. And he's going to, he's the one in charge of that. So, anyway, so I'm a big fan. Well, back in the day, he did a show where he would bring people out to watch the premiere of a movie with him in just like this little tiny theater or whatever. They would watch a movie when it premiered. And then talk about it afterwards, and that was his whole show. So he wanted people to send emails or whatever to try to get onto the show. 
I had this thing up until that point that I said I never win anything because I never really did. I would enter contests. I like the stuff that you do on the cigar thing. I never win. So I never really participate because I never win. So that was my whole mentality. Well, I entered to do that show. I actually got selected. I got selected and they were going to, they, they sent me the email and they're like, just all you have to do is get yourself to LA. We'll take care of the hotel. We'll take care of food. We'll take care of this, you know, all of that stuff. You just have to get to LA. I didn't have the time to take off from work and I didn't technically have the money. So I'm talking to my wife at the time and I was honestly hoping for a kind of like a, we'll figure it out. Like we'll, we'll do this. We'll, we'll figure it out. You need to go. But she kind of reinforced the negative aspect. I don't want to talk too badly about her, but she reinforced the negative aspect of like, well, how are we going to get the money? You can't take off time from work because if I took off time from work, that means even less money and we're paying mortgage, we're paying bills. So I managed to talk myself out of going, which is a huge fucking bummer because it's fucking Kevin Smith, but it gets worse. All right, believe it or not, it gets worse. I missed my opportunity to hang out with Kevin Smith. That's number one. Number two, the movie that I would have ended up being on the show for was Prometheus, which at the time I was just so ecstatic to see Prometheus. So I, it's Kevin Smith and it's Prometheus. Here's the kicker. Here's the part that really punched me in the nuts when, when, all this happened he would have a special guest to review the movie and talk with on the show the special guest that he had for that episode kevin smith prometheus special guest was carrie fisher i could have hung out with kevin smith and princess leia watching prometheus when it fucking premiered Oh my gosh. That so that's my alternate universe to work from then. <laughs> since then, I cannot say that I never win anything because I'm, I'm telling myself, you know what? Shut the fuck up. You blew it. So my life goal now is to somehow get this story to Kevin Smith so that he takes pity on me and says, I'll do your podcast or I'll fly you to LA and we'll hang out. Because I'm convinced that if he meets me, he's going to realize, oh my God, we're, we're pretty much the same person. We're both fat or used to be fat and you're just Mexican and I'm not. And, we're pretty much the same person. Let's just be best friends for the rest of our lives and and fuck Jason Mewes. And no, I'm just kidding. Um, so that's my Kevin Smith fail story. So uh, yeah, that's tough. Though. If anybody happens to have any connections to Kevin Smith, please get this to him. Oh, here's another one. This happened at, like way after he's doing a live on Facebook, and um, he's talking about oh, what one was it at the time? I think it was right before. What's the second Star Wars? The the eight. That's um, the Last Jedi. I think it was the Last Jedi. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, because uh, it's the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi, and then um, Rise of Skywalker. So the Last Jedi. He was talking about that one, and in the comments, I made a comment like, I think this maybe is what's gonna happen. And during his live, he read my comment and he reacted. I'm like, oh, my God, I fucking geeked out. <laughs> so anyway, that's my Kevin Smith story. I think I might have told it before on the show, but whatever. I'm going to keep saying it until it, until I get well, it. I've never, I hadn't heard it yet. You know, there you go. So exactly. episodes, but mm-hmm. it, it kind of sucks. But guess what? Now you have a story. That's right. Better if you would have gone. But yeah. Still have well, 
Yeah, it would have been better for me, but yeah, I I, and dude, when I told like I had a friend that uh, she was a big Kevin Smith fan as well, and I told her that story, and all my dude, she she practically choked me right then and there. No, she was funny. So hey, but you know, I mean, there's something to look forward to. You know what I mean? Because yeah, it's just like anybody that wants to meet, you know, a star or somebody that you know their their hero. You know what I mean? Hey, you know, I had this opportunity. And then when it finally comes to me, it's going to be 10 times better. Oh, yeah, because I'm, I'm totally going to tell him that story. I'm going to be like, I know you love to talk, bro, but I need you to listen to me for like five minutes while I tell you this story because it's fucking amazing. <laughs> like, it's a good story, but it's a shitty one for me because that, yeah. that sucked. Anyway, so, Invincible. <laughs> you have not seen episode six. You didn't know that it was still going. There's an episode six, but for the sake of this show so that I don't spoil it for you, we're only going to talk about episodes of one through five. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, again, I, I kind of dropped the ball on that because I only huh? there was that many episodes. I didn't know it was an ongoing, you know, every every week type of episode thing. I didn't look into it that well as I should have. So, me, when you're like, oh, I'm watching episode, you know, six, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm watching it too. But where, in fact, I was watching episode five. You thought it was five and you thought I was barely catching it. Yeah. Exactly. So, for those, and we mentioned it before. But real quick to recap for anybody that happens to be listening to this one and didn't listen to the previous one, Invincible is an animated show that is, I, I don't remember the TV rating for sure, but I want to say, is it rated R or TVMA? I think it's uh, MA. I think it's MA. Yeah, so it's not It's not uh, something that you're going to sit uh, your five-year-old with and watch. You're definitely not going to want to do that. Um, what The way that we kind of described it is it's basically like if they took kind of like the boys which is definitely tvma and made it made an animated show it's it's like they took the boys and they took the batman animated series or the spider-man from like the early 90s and combined them um it hit my radar because i was scrolling through my fire stick and i saw it and i'm like they only put the stuff that's like popular so why is this so popular and i looked it up you told me about it, and another buddy of mine told me about it. I'm like, eh, I'm going to check that out. But it wasn't until you said that I needed to watch it that I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch it. You see, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of backtrack and say, okay, I thought it looked more like Batman, that type. But it in the constant watching, I was like, you know what? No, it's more like the Saturday morning Spider-Man because it, it just has that feel to it. It's, it feels, it's, to I, me, it feels like the, the X-Men. Like like a ninety style anim- animation, yeah, and yeah. It, it does, you know what I mean. But man, that I don't know, that show is really, uh, really cool. I mean, just to be for an animated you know series, and the Batman and the Flash, I know those are more like dramatic and dark. You know I mean, mm-hmm. um, I have yet to watch either two, but there are they are on my list. Um, I, but I know what, you're, what what the but it's just a little different. It doesn't have that I, comic book feel. Right. Where it, it's more like, it's just more like very animated. Yeah. It, if you, and the way that I would tell somebody that's going to start watching it is, which by the way, if you're going to start watching it, you might want to cut off like right here, go watch and then come back. Cause there's going to be a lot of spoilers in here probably. But the way that I would describe it is, um, if it's like the boys, um, Watchmen, it's a more real world view of what the world would be like if you had superheroes in it because everybody assumes that 
in the comic books and the the some of like the MCU, there's good and evil. Pretty much that's it. It's good guys versus bad guys. Whereas the boys and Watchmen is just like no, there's some people that are technically superheroes, but they're kind of assholes. Like um, Homelander from the boys. I mean, he's supposed to be their version of Superman, which you would assume he's a good guy, but he's kind of a major asshole. Um, in um, Watchmen, uh, what's his what's his name? The comedian. He's a, technically a hero. He's a good guy per se, but he's a major asshole. So the uh, Invincible kind of does that same thing, just to get you hooked, which is kind of a spoiler for episode one but hopefully me saying it doesn't ruin it too much for those of you that want to watch it but basically what they did the way that it hooked me is that everything's happening and then at the end of episode one the quote-unquote like supermanish character completely obliterates the group of superheroes like it's basically like if superman went into the hall of justice and absolutely murdered Everybody, Flash, Batman, Wonder Woman, like, just murders all of them. And that's when I was like, okay, that's it. I'm hooked. I, I need to we'll see how the rest of this plays out. And I'm sure I, I, I knew that that's all it was going to take was that part. See, in me, I hadn't seen Invincible yet. But, of course, me scrolling through TikTok, all of a mm-hmm. sudden, I see this animated thing. And the first thing I see is where he grabs his head, and he's crushing it, and then it pops. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm like, wait a second. You know what's going on here? I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, they're not supposed to show that. Mm-hmm. So that, like, that's what kind of gave me that little that little nugget of, you need to watch this. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 18 plus on Prime, which means TVMA. You know, okay. I mean? so it it is very graphic, and they do cuss. Yeah. You know? So it's not it's not like an everyday kid or a Saturday morning kids uh, cartoon or animation. Right. Uh, it is for adults. But it, 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 it does give you that, like, that grittiness, you know, of, of, of uh, like, a drama-filled movie, kind of. But right. more like, like, I don't know, something you watch on Adult Swim, you know, yeah. where you are going to get that rated R, you know, or TVMA, as it, as it says. But um, it's good. I really like, you know, most of the parts. The only thing that they're lacking is nudity, which is great because animated nudity is kind of odd for me, personally. So... <laughs> That's the only thing that they keep out, which is great. You know what I mean? But other mm-hmm. than that, see the blood, there's guts. I mean, it it's it's just very, like, raw. Mm-hmm. I think I was thinking about this the other day. I can't remember yesterday or the day before. But I was thinking when thinking of what we were going to say about the show. The only thing that I, that I thought was that if somebody's watching it for the sake of the animated part, I don't want to say it drags. But it's a little different. It's odd. And the reason I say that is because it like the movies, they have drama, but it's done a certain way. And I don't know if it's because it's live action or what, but when you're watching something that's animated, you expect it to be a little kitty, a little I don't know, there's a there's like a formula that they're using there. They're doing it a certain way. But you gotta think of this as taking almost like live action movie dialogue and storytelling and putting it in animation so i can imagine that some people might be like it's animated but it, it tends to drag i think they're yeah. they're going to be expecting a cartoon feel but it it doesn't yeah. have that it, it, 
Yeah, that's true. I, I can see where, where you're kind of like where you're getting at, and it, it does kind of have that feel to it. You know, and I, mean? I don't want to maybe drags is a bad way to say because it doesn't. It, the storytelling is still good to where you're involved, but it doesn't. It doesn't flow the way that a a cartoon does. Yeah. Well, because if you think about it, like if you remember Saturday morning cartoons, those thirty minute episodes had a middle, a beginning, and an end. And this yeah. one, this one kind of gives you like, okay, we're this is a drawn out story, so we're just gonna give you a little piece of this, yeah. a little piece of that, a little piece, of, and then we're gonna end it, and then we're gonna continue it on something else. You mm-hmm. know, so that aspect is kind of like, okay, we're gonna kind of, it's it's a, it's gonna be drawn out to where it's like, okay. You know, we're we're learning about this character now. We're learning about this character. Right. He comes from, or where she comes from. You know what I mean? So, I think in that aspect, that's kind of like why it draw. It's kind of a little drawn out. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That's where it drags. You know. Yeah. You. you, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that's exactly what it is. That they don't. They're not constrained by the thirty minutes of like this one episode we deal with this uh, this villain and that's it it's like no this is villain is going to be here for the entire season so they're they're telling a season long story rather than just 30 minutes of one story that that makes perfect yeah. sense that putting it that way it makes perfect sense um real quick do you know i'm going to test your geek trivia do you know what the direct connection between Invincible and the Batman animated series is. Oh no! But it has to be either a writer or the animator. Uh, no, it's actually yeah. more deep than that. I'll I'll give you a hint. It has uh, that might be too big of a hint. One of the main characters from the Batman animated series is directly tied to Invincible. It's the the character the what's his name uh it's um my gosh it's a damn detective <laughs> right he's a voice of the main guy oh that oh that's right who is that no 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 it's not the main guy i don't think who is that that's um it is somebody famous though the, you're simmons. talking about dark blood no jk simmons is the voice of uh uh what's his name nolan grayson which is um Invincible's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but uh, I thought you were talking about the demon guy. I forget his name. He he's somebody famous as well. Uh, no, but it's not them. And they, okay, I'll give you another hint, and then we we'll go from there because you probably won't know this. And I I noticed it because I know I heard the voice. There's uh-huh. a hint right there. I heard the voice, and I'm like, no. And I looked it up, and sure enough, um, the Joker. No. Is it Mark Hamill? Mark Hamill is the tailor. No. Yeah. Shut up! I had no idea. It doesn't Mm -hmm. even come out. Yeah, it it, because I I I, I'm telling you I heard it and I'm like, no. And I looked it up and sure enough, it's Mark Hamill that's doing the the voice of the tailor and of course he did the Joker. I'm like, get the fuck out of here! I was all geeking out when I saw that shit. That I had, you know, and that's because I went back and kind of looked to see. Who the characters were that were voicing them? Mm-hmm. I not know that was Mark Hamill because I saw that it was uh, what's his name from uh, Steve uh, uh, Yoon? Steve Yeun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from the, Walking the Walking Dead. Dead, right? I knew that it was him. And then there was a couple other characters like uh, what's his name? Walton, um, Walton Goggins, Walter Goggins. Yeah, 
You can tell his voice. And of course, J.K. Simmons, you could absolutely tell his voice. But there was you know a couple what? You know what's uh, the one that threw me off was, um, and I forget his name, the the guy from um, the first season of Heroes. Oh, He's, Zachary. Yeah, Zachary Quinto. He's doing the yeah. voice of um, the, robot. the robot. Yeah. Well, when I heard the voice of the robot, I'm like, that's bugging me. Where have I heard this before? I don't know if you ever saw the movie Stealth with uh, Val Kilmore. No, no, no. With uh, oh, what's his name? Damn it, the guy that played uh, Ray, Ray Charles. The guy that played Electro in Spider-Man. Uh, what's his name? Jamie Foxx. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, he's in it with uh, Jessica Biel I can't remember the name of the other guy that they're flying the stealth fighters and uh, they build a robot essentially that flies itself oh okay yeah it was like a B movie it's one of those that I really like that most people are like what the hell is that most people haven't even heard of it but the voice of the robot plane Sounds uh, exactly like the robot, and so I looked it up to see if it was him, and then I saw it was Zachary Quinto. I'm like, nah, I don't think that guy was even alive. Geez. But um, anyway, no, I so. that I didn't that I didn't know. But did you know that uh, Seth Rogen's even voicing on there too? Yeah, I saw that he's on there, but I can't remember who he is. <laughs> it says Alan the Alien, which I don't know who that is. <laughs> no, I can I can't think of who that is. Look, can you pull it up real quick? Who's the detective that Dark Blood or whatever his name is? Sorry, I'm I'm ordering food here, so I'm not focusing. No, you're good. No, you're good. Who is it? What are you ordering? Chipotle. My my daughter loves chipotle. I like chipotle as well, but she loves chipotle, so that's what I'm getting. Damien Dark Damien Dark Blood. Dark Blood. There you go. Let's see. Who is it? Who is it? Uh, Looking for the boys. Jeez. No? Oh, hold on. Come on, bro. Your IMDb skills are are slacking. I know. I don't know what's going on. Oh, Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown? Yeah, that's Damien Deadwood. I thought it was somebody else. No, I guess I'm no. You know who Clancy Brown is, right? Uh, when you tell me, I'm gonna feel stupid because I should, <laughs> but I, off the top of my head, I can't. You, you could tell by his face. You know, he's he's uh, let's see. Come on, he's Mr. Krabs. That is crazy. I don't know who Mr. Krabs. No, I don't think so. I'm I'm like grabbing at straws here. Though. Let's see. <laughs> at this point, we're just filling, we're filling in space because I'm okay. Worried. Well, so Damien Darkblood is voiced by Clancy Brown. Right. Your question was, who is Clancy? Who's Clancy? No, who's Clancy Brown? I can't think of. I thought it was somebody. If I, I'm, I'll look it up right now. I'm gonna be like, oh, that's right. I feel like an idiot. So Clancy Brown came out and let's see, Starship Troopers, Thor Ragnarok, which where he came out on Dexter too. He did do the voice of Mr. Krabs on freaking SpongeBob. <laughs> I have, I'm gonna have to look him up right now because I'm gonna probably be like, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's really crazy. Let me see. I'm trying to look for a movie where it's very, he's very like standout-ish. You know what I mean? Where you know that that's him. Right. Um, let's see. Well, Shawshank Redemption. Which one is he on that? Oh. Oh, he's um, 
He, oh, that's right. That's the one that, that I, I think I was thinking. He did. He came out in Highlander. He was a Kurgan in Highlander. He's a asshole cop in Shawshank Redemption. He's yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you see his you face. Yeah. Now you understand who it is. There yes. you go. He's that's the one that faces uh, Damon Darkblood. Gotcha. That's that's what I was thinking. Okay. Um, do those. Este. So overall, let's see what else. I don't know if we want to touch on too many more of the things. Do we want to put in a bunch of spoilers or just talk about the show overall? Like. Yeah. I mean, it's, for me, it's definitely something I'm going to continue watching. Like, I, yeah. this season, I don't know how many episodes this season's supposed to have, but I'm already hooked. Um, honestly, I don't know if you've heard us talk about the boys. I'm not, I'm not too sold on the boys. I think it's too preachy, too, just, there's, I think the problem was that I, I read what the show creator or the main guy was, has been saying. While Trump was in office and he's just getting like super political and I I don't want my politics in my TV shows I get, I watch TV shows to get away from the politics and everyday bullshit so yeah I think that kind of turned me off a little bit on the boys because overall the show's pretty good but I think I'd rather watch Invincible than the boys you think so well I like them both um, the boys mostly because of just that that um, it's like what you don't see in the MCU or the DCU. You know what I mean? It's kind mm-hmm. of, you know, if this was real life, this is what you would actually see. You know what I mean? This death and destruction and the, uh, what do you call it? Not politics, but like real life scenarios. Just exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's exactly what I see in the boys. And I really like it. And and actually, um, Nathan, when we talked about the boys on an episode here, um, that's the that's exactly the point. It's funny because I actually clipped it and I put it as part of the the trailer for that episode because it was really funny. Because he was like, he's like, dude, why does everybody assume? And I'm paraphrasing, but he's basically saying like, why does everybody assume that if somebody was a superhero like Superman, that you would just automatically be a good guy? Like he was like, are you kidding? Like. Of course you would be an asshole. He's like, you're an asshole now and you don't even have superpowers. Exactly. Right? That that I'm, like, sense. I'm like, fucker, why do you have to call me out and shit? Actually, for that reason, have you ever seen, and we're going to go off on a tangent here, but have you ever seen Brightburn? Oh, with Will Smith? No, no, no. That's uh, Hancock. No, no, that's Bright. Oh, no. Yeah. That, is that Will Smith? Yeah. I'm Bright with the trolls in L.A. And he's a cop. Shit, I don't even remember that. Damn. I, I, I did say Bright. No, no, no. This is Brightburn. This was a movie. Well, that was a movie as well. But this one is... Uh, there's nobody... Is that with the kid? That I could, yeah, the, the one with the kid. And the, he, But he's... He's a kid. He's a superhero kid, but that has some type of powers, right? Basically, and I'm surprised that DC didn't sue them, but basically, Brightburn is Superman's story. Showed up, was raised by a normal family, but what if he did not have, what if he didn't grow up to be good? What if his intentions were like, I have powers, I can fucking rule all of you. It's basically a horror movie, dude. The way that they made it, dude, it is so good. I talk about that movie all the time, dude. It's so, so fucking good. Like, what if Superman didn't turn out to be a good guy? 
And, you know, I, I haven't wanted to watch it. I mean, when did it come out? I mean, this is from 2019, so about two years ago. Yeah. Really? I thought it was older than that. No, 2019. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I go back it's and on, watch that. I need to. It's on Hulu, but I'll go back and I'll watch it either Dude, it, and I'm telling you, it's because taking into account the powers that Superman has, like how quickly he can just get rid of somebody, this yeah. kid does that. Dude. It is. It's really good. But anyway, so it it's it doesn't eh, kind of does. I was gonna say it doesn't get that graphic, but yeah, Invincible does pretty much do what he did to the that. Oh, I I for an animated show. Yeah. Even just watching it was uncomfortable. Like the way that he got rid of I forget what his what his name is, but the, the pretty much like the Flash character. Uh huh. Like where they're showing that he's just trying to protect himself by punching him, and then he can't really function anymore. So his they're not even clinched oh, yeah. fists. They're just like yeah, just busted up dirt. hands. And, oh, dude. I, I, I was just like, oh, that's brutal. Like, just the thought of being him. Like, I'm about to fucking die, and I'm going to try to protect myself, but I can't do shit against this guy. Yeah. No, I dude. know exactly what you're talking about. That's insane. So, uh, yeah. So, if we haven't convinced you already, then I don't think you're going to like this show, but that's basically what it is. It's... A very brutal look at what superhero dude and it's got me so curious as to why this guy's did what he did yeah like what the hell is going on that this guy uh, i'm hoping that it just it isn't some fucking really stupid thing i think they're gonna play on the whole dad versus son thing and that'll probably be the big well, hero no, villain thing. well well think about it look at invisible right when he's getting his ass kicked he freaking he turns haven't you noticed that where he turned he goes mad and yeah. he starts just going crazy uh-huh and i i think that's that's what, what's happening with this guy is that his his mind gets altered and he just goes insane and i think that's what's happening and he knows i think he knows that that's what's happening to him to where he's a good guy but he's already lived so long and he's had these episodes mm-hmm. still he's a little crazy and he doesn't know what happens Invincible is barely experiencing that to where he's getting his ass kicked, and all of a sudden he's like, he rages out. He's so you think it was just like an like a split second? Ep- but wouldn't that mean that is something triggered him? True. Well, yeah, but then of course he's he's a lot older too. You know, he's been around a long time, and he's more like relaxed about everything. Just like when he was when that 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 Taiju or whatever came out, that dragon came out when he was, you know, drinking coffee with his wife and he's like, right. eh, ever, you know what I mean? So I yeah. think that's more like numb to it already. I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. Well, we'll see. The The storytelling is pretty decent so far, so we'll yeah. have to see where they, where they go with that. But yeah, it's, <laughs> there's one thing that, and I get so neurotic with just tiny little details that don't really matter, but, there's one thing about the show that's really bugging me so far. It's gimmicky. It's kind of cool, but it's bugging the shit out of me. It's annoying me that the way they introduce every episode is that they find a way for somebody that's going to say Invincible, and then they just show the word instead. They show the title screen. I'm like, that's kind of cool, but at the same time, like, ugh, every episode, like, uh, it's kind of gimmicky, yeah. but, but it's, it's cool. Did you notice that every episode there's more and more blood splattered on the Invincible logo? Yeah, yeah. It it's 
it's good, man. I like I said, if I if I had to pick at this point, I don't have to. But if I had to pick, I'd probably watch Invincible over the boys. Uh, I don't know. There's so many things that I'm waiting for them to come out with the next season. Did you ever totally unrelated? But did you ever start watching Ozarks? Of course, man. That thing is so good. And as a matter of fact, I was just talking to my sister today about it because I thought that there was a brand new season that I still hadn't watched. And then I told her, did uh, did uh, did you see this part? And I said, well, don't tell me the new season. And she's like, okay, but the, the end is such a such a such a like mindfuck. And I was like, what? And I was like, well, the last season, this is how it ended. And she's like, that is the last season. So I was like, oh, so there's no new season after that. So I thought there was a, because they're already on three, season three, right? I believe so, yeah. Okay, so I thought there was a season four that I still hadn't watched yet. Mm. I was well, they they time. are saying that the next season is definitely the last one. But I I still haven't read anything about when it's being released or anything. Again, this is a totally off on a tangent, but we'll have to. I think what what I'll try to do, and I'm not promising because that's a lot of show to watch. But I'm thinking what I want to do is go back and rewatch Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. then watch okay. the final season of Ozark, because okay. I I was having this discussion with Cinda that I can kind of make the argument. I Breaking Bad is my number just so you know real quick. Not, Breaking Bad is my number one favorite show ever. Okay. I, the, like if you it, it used to be like I would, when when I was compiling the list it used to be like Game of Thrones, Dexter, um Breaking Bad, The Walking Dead, and I can't remember the other one. I think it was just four actually. I took The Walking Dead off. Walking Dead fucking took that shit off. I haven't even no. I, I don't think I've been watching no. past season. I've been wanting and I've been you tell me to ask you about The Walking Dead. I'd and you like, can tell me if I need to go back, but I think I stopped watching on episode on season seven. What was the last thing you remember? The last thing I remember is, and I have to go back because I started watching it in chunks. But the last thing I remember for sure is that they take Rick in the helicopter. Okay. But the what I was paying paying attention was when they when Rick um, had that little moment with Negan and by the tree that he let him live when he let Negan live I said fuck this show I I stopped watching so you need to tell me is it worth because okay okay look I'm just gonna tell you right now the the walking dead went into a lull it did you know what I mean don't get me wrong it kind of went into like oh it's the same shit over and over and over and over right there's a guy that they meet a guy that that kicks their ass and then at the end they defeat him Right? So that's kind of like the premise. You know what I mean? Right. When you finish watching it, that's when it was going up. Okay? Oh, okay. So, and then it peaked. I mean, it peaked this last season, and that's when COVID hit. So what happened was COVID hit, and they skipped. They had one episode to do. Right? So they, okay. they, they, they like, prolonged it, and then all of a sudden, they show you the last episode and then that was it for the season the season ended okay Okay. and then fear the walking dead do you watch that one no okay you never watched fear the walking dead i saw episode one of when it started and it didn't catch my interest i never i never continued okay okay so fear the walking dead is like that again so it's because they have their ups and downs you know right 
they, they, they do really well. And then they kind of like, I think the storytelling is kind of like kills the vibe to where like, okay, we have to learn about these people and there has to be a way to learn about it. And there's only way, the only way to learn about it is through the episodes. So there are some like kind of like boring episodes, but in order to watch it, you're at a point right now where you can go back and watch the episodes back to back to back to back to back. And you won't be bored because you don't have to wait a week because right. you, you see one, it's boring. You're like, oh, I'll have to wait another week to watch it. But you, where you can go back and watch them. Now, go back, watch The Walking Dead and get into fear because Fear the Walking Dead just started. Right. Okay. And but you have to remember, there's two different timelines going on. Right. And this next Walking Dead jumps forward five years. Ah. Huh. And then yeah, it's really odd. It's really odd because when we when I that this this last season because it just ended and there's like 27 episodes in this last season something like that I don't know, but where where it ended it was like Rick that happened to Rick spoilers I'm sure everybody's already watched it but when Rick blew up the the what do you call it the the bridge and then she picked them up and flew flew them out right right in the helicopter. It bumps. To tell you the story, on the first half of the season. Okay. The second half of the season, it kind of goes back and tells you a little bit of what's going on. You know. Okay. Five years. So you do. I would say go back to watch that. And I had been wanting to ask you like for the past month, and I always forget to see if you were into The Walking Dead or not. I, dude, I was all about the walk. Like I said, I had it on my top four because I had what I was doing was forming my top three. And I yeah. had I had that conundrum like Breaking Bad is definitely my number one for sure. And then I had I actually had Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones and then Dexter. But then Walking Dead was there. And I'm like, ah, oh, do I put the Walking Dead instead of Dexter? Because I could shit all over Dexter, even though I love it. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, this and that, blah, blah. And then the fucking season eight of Game of Thrones happened. And I'm like, fuck Game of Thrones. Like, I, I don't even know if I would suggest somebody to start it just because it ends so badly for me that I'm just like, yeah. mm-hmm. I took it off. The best way that I, that I will, what I will say is if I could, because I think it's what season three of The Walking Dead where they get to the prison. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. In my opinion, if you watch from the beginning through season three to when they get to the prison and maybe a little bit after that, like just end it where they, where they get to the prison. Yeah. Perfect show. Love that. Yeah. Show. L- loved it. After the prison, I'm just like, I, it, it, I have this thing about shows that they, they find a formula that works and they just keep doing it over and over, over, and, over, and, over yeah. and over. And that, that's what I felt they were doing with the walking. We need to find a place to, we need to get to a place and and make it our home. They make it their home, and then something happens, and they have to leave. Yeah. It happened on the farm. It happened on the prison. It ha- It just keeps happening. I'm like, Daryl just annoys the fuck out of me. I just, <laughs> dude. I I think, uh, oh, I forget his name. Shane. Love uh-huh. Shane. Oh, dude, I love that character so much because he was just like, brick, dude. You're gonna get people killed when you. It's a fucked up thing to do, but we just need to protect our people. And Rick's like, no, I need to save everybody. Dude, Rick, I can't decide if I want Rick or Daryl to die first and horribly. Yeah. I, can't, I just want both of them to die at the same time, just dead. 
like how they let Rick live, how they let Daryl live, how the priest is still alive boggles my mind. <laughs> the, the season where, um, I forget his name. What's it? Um, not Carl. Uh, the Asian dude. Uh, this, Glenn. Uh, Glenn, Glenn. Yeah. That Glenn let that guy live, and because of that guy, somebody else dies. When they're they're like at a mall or something, that he he literally like practically throws him to be killed so that he can escape. Then he yeah. catches up with him at the end of that season, and he lets him live. I'm like, are you fucking yeah. kidding me? <laughs> the the fact that they let the priest live, I'm like, are you, after everything he's done to you people, you fucking let him live? Are you fucking kidding me? It just. I don't know, dude. Just thinking about like what I think I would do in that scenario, I'm like, they, they wouldn't live. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> and but, you know, it's 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 funny because he's still alive. <laughs> I know. And so I'm like, mm, but anyway. <laughs> no, okay. So, get back, get back on it when you get a chance, and then when you do, I'll do that. The last this last season, or when you catch up at, at this last season, then we'll. We'll go into okay, we'll, yes, we'll do yes. that. That'll be some homework, and that's going to take a while, though. But that'll be homework. We'll do that, yeah. and then I want it because Ozark, dude, is so good, and I think it has a, an advantage that because Breaking Bad was already done, they yeah. knew what to do and what not to do. Yeah, exactly. but it's just so good. I I think I would. I think it might actually be a contender for number one because I was like just so good. But I love Breaking Bad. I, to me, Breaking Bad is. Here's the problem with Breaking Bad though. Breaking Bad was perfect, and then they did uh, El Camino. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I get that people wanted more, but they could have just left it the way it was, and I thought it was perfect. But did you watch? Just, did you watch Better Call Saul? No, I tried getting into that one and I, I couldn't. It's supposed to be pretty good though. It is actually, and that guy's a the, what's his name's a really good actor. He just came out of that new movie. What's it called uh, the guy or nobody? The Mister Nobody or nobody, right? It's nobody. nobody. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm actually gonna watch that. I I really wanted to see that because I'm like, dude, it, that guy seems funny as hell. And then it's like kind of, not a spoof, but like like a slightly funny version of John Wick. I'm like, fuck you, yeah. I'm watch that. He's a, he's, a, he's a really good actor, and then Better Call Saul. I think there's three, if not four, four seasons of it. It, well, all it is is a prequel, and it tells you mm-hmm. his backstory, and it's it's really good. I don't know if they've done a new one or not, um, but I think I'm I'm on the last season because I just kind of like I, not that I didn't like it. It's just that I haven't had a chance to like sit down and watch it. You know I got I mean? you. So that's one of them that's it's really good. It's very interesting, you know what I mean, to, to kind of like learn his character and where mm-hmm. he came from. Uh, it is kind of slow. It, it does have that slow aspect to it. Right. It's not just action or whatever. It's more of a story, like his storyline. Right. So that, I can see where it's kind of like, man, eh, it's a little slow, but it is interesting. I got so, you. I, I don't know about that one for sure, but I'll, I'll go back because I've been actually wanting to go back and try the one. Because like I said, once that happened, I actually started to rewatch it, but I would fast forward. I'm like, I don't yeah. want to hear the backstory of this person. Like, yeah. if if they did it with like the main characters, 
I, I, I could live with it, but they seem to do it like with too many characters. It's like, I don't care about that backstory. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear that. So I was fast forwarding. And I because I did that, I was missing a lot of the story and probably tied in later on. But I was just like, ugh. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know, dude. We're already... We're already pushing two hours on this on this episode. Yeah. I don't know if we can get through I don't know if we can get through the Marvel fuck ups after all, but uh let's see. Well either way, what would what's your what's your number one? Your number one Marvel fuck up where you think that, you know, it's kinda like they could have just done without. We'll go with that. I mean I have one that I, always bugs me, but go ahead. I'll I'll let you go I now. think it's uh I think it's a tie for me because out of in Marvel, my favorite character is the Hulk. Okay. So for me, the way that between how they nerfed the Hulk, like just underpowered him severely. Yeah. And then especially what they like I was telling you earlier, what they did with World War Hulk, where they basically took all the World War World War Hulk. Gee, I can't even say that right. <laughs> and took the parts that they wanted and put it into Thor Ragnarok. Like they didn't even make it his own movie. It's just part of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. That bugged the shit out of me. I, so that's one. And tied with that is what they did with the Mandarin. Okay. Cause I, I didn't, the second one, the Iron Man two, what bugged me was like, dude, we already had the iron monger. Basically what they did with Vanko was, uh, the warmonger 2.0 yeah it's it, so it, i'm like dude you're oh. not really telling but i just rewatched oh. it as a matter of fact i completely ignored the fact that that story is more about it's not about vanko's character it's about tony saving himself from the palladium yeah creating the new element so yeah. and rewatching i'm like okay i get that so when the third one came out and they, they had, like, finally what I thought was a real villain for Iron Man. I got excited. And then when they turned him into basically an actor, yeah. that, that that just bugged the shit out of me. And I, I'm i like, no, I don't like it. Yeah, I, I keep... agree. So what's yours? Well, go ahead. Well, that one for sure, the Mandarin, you know what I mean? Because he forgot. And it was what's his name? Uh, ben Kingsley? Yeah, and you know what I mean. I think it would have been good. However, I see where where they're gonna tie that into Shang Chi and actually bring out the real Mandarin. Hopefully, they they kind of like reprise don't reprise his role, or maybe they do. You know what I mean? I don't know how what what it's gonna lead up to, and Shang Chi and the actual Mandarin uh, of, or his character. Um, so I do agree with you there. That is kind of one of their their, their biggest screw ups. Um, and me, I don't know. There's so many little like details that I see, but I'm gonna go back and say the thing that hurts me the most, and me just being that type of visual person is freaking Thor's eyebrows. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> really, of all the things, of all the things, that's the one that bugs you the most. That's what. Yes. You know what? You know what's funny is that I kind of get it because. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched Thor and I watched all the movies like in order. Like, I think the only ones that I've gone back to rewatch like multiple, multiple times has been The Winter Soldier, Age of Ultron, and Avengers. 
other than that, I've seen the other ones probably a couple of times, but when they came out. But once yeah. the story kept going, I didn't really go back to rewatch them. And I don't know why, but like maybe six months ago, now more, probably about a year ago, I rewatched Thor. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah, was I had forgotten that they, I didn't yeah. pay attention at the time because it was just Thor. And rewatching, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what? why did they do that? Yeah. That makes no sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That, that It's just weird. It almost yeah. looks, I know. Yeah, it, it, doesn't, it just, he, it doesn't look like him. I know who they were trying to get to because in the comic stories, it's blonde hair, blue eyes, you know. Right. God. So they wanted to, to kind of keep him at that, but it just, mm. it didn't look right. I'm glad that they fixed it, you know what I mean? Or he went and got a hair, his hair done or some shit, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that there's there's so many little, little different that I can see. And, you know, there's a list of stuff that I didn't even know that that they did and they screwed up, you know, like I mentioned to you, the pin particles or... Right. You know the the part where Black Widow used her hair to like knock somebody out. You know, there's a, a lot of little things like that. But right. to get in deep, like you did it as far as like with the Mandarin, I I I was just like, oh, you know, I mean, they could only do so much. You know. Yeah, that that is the other thing because I I've actually seen there's a I can't remember who it was, but I saw it on YouTube where this guy put together the reasons that they can't do the Hulk properly. And I get it because if you really look at it, like the Hulk is like in the comics, Thanos literally says that of all the people that he's ever fought, he actively tries to avoid the Hulk. So when in, what was it? Infinity war when Thanos just beats the shit out of the Hulk. I'm like, dude, no, like that's, that's no, but if you make Hulk as powerful as he is, or even close as he is in the comics, it, it just doesn't fit in the MCU. There's no way. Yeah, and I think that what they're trying to do is just like continue with the storyline and not make him as powerful as he's supposed to be. Because yeah. he's super powerful. I mean, he does have a lot of power, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Comics and, in, you know, in Planet Hulk, you know what I mean? And all that, he is kind of like a titan. Because I mean, essentially that's what he is. He is a titan. He is one of the strongest, if not the strongest, you know, people on earth. Well, for those that don't know the comics well enough, and I don't know, like you know, probably more about overall the comics than I do. But um, hold on, real quick. Okay, sorry, I'll edit that out. Um. I'm trying to piece together. I remember what I wanted to say, but I can't remember how it's starting to get there. Um, so, like, uh, that's what I was saying. You know the comics overall better than I do, but like one of the storylines that I did follow, like, read each episode, each comic, and the the offshoots was World War Hulk. Okay. For those that don't know, the Sentry in um, Marvel is kind of their answer to superman he has a lot of the powers that superman does he's like but the problem with the sentry is that i think he he has like this inner conflict where he doesn't want to be the sentry but he's super powerful like he's marvel's kind of um superman well in the world war hulk series 
the Hulk goes up against the Sentry and pretty much fights him to a standstill. So as far as like DC DC fans, imagine somebody being powerful enough to go toe-to-toe with Superman. Yeah. And Superman be like, eh, you know what, we're going to stop there because I don't know if I can beat you and I don't want to take the chance of you beating me. So we're just going to stop there. I mean, that that's huge. Yeah. So for Hulk to be that powerful, like he literally comes back and just decimates every superhero, like in, in the comics as well. Uh, Black Bolt is supposed to be super powerful. Like he just whispers and he could destroy planets and shit like that. Well, the yeah. Black Bolt literally yells at the Hulk and then they cut to another scene in the comics and then they come back and Black Bolt just had the shit beat out of him. Like that's how powerful the Hulk is. Yeah. He can take out these major characters without a problem because he's that pissed off. Yeah, or that strong. Or yeah, and so and that's that's what they say in the comics as well, that he has really no limit. It's just a matter of how angry he gets. Yeah. So yeah, that that was one that but but between that one and the Mandarin, I don't know which one pissed me off even more. <laughs> but as far as like that level mm, no, I think those are the two that pissed me off the most. The one that bugged me is um them getting getting rid of uh Ulysses Claw. I love that character. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying in the other episode, but them getting rid of him. Uh I can't think of any others, dude. Ant-Man, I think they could have done better. I don't know why I don't like Ant-Man that much. I don't know. Really? Oh, but man, his character, he's so hilarious. Oh, he is. Paul Rudd is perfect. I love Paul Rudd. He fits that character, like, to a T. You know what I mean? Maybe they're, like, wearing off on the comics versus, you know, what what he actually does. But I think Paul Rudd, in that sense, you know what I mean? Just like in Civil War, when he actually met Cap the first time, that was freaking hilarious. He didn't even know what to call him. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, like, like somebody that was meeting their 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 hero and be like, uh, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gosh, oh, I can imagine. <laughs> it, it would be driving me nuts if I was there. Like, we're trying to record. Damn it. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I I think if we did a genuine list, I think we could probably come up with more. But it's still gonna be those two that just bug the living shit out of me. Yeah, but there's reasons for it. They, hey, overall they they're still doing great. Like you said, I, there's just so much that they could technically put in that they're just like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna give you this little tidbit, this little Easter egg, but we're not really gonna make it a major part of the storyline. Because I get it. I mean, if you do the Mandarin, then you know, how do you kill him off? I guess. How do you get rid of him? Uh. The the other one that bugged me about the third one, the third Iron Man is uh, the pepper thing that they oh, did. Where, when she got the powers. Yeah, I'm like, either keep her going as a, a hero or not. Like, I think they emphasize, I and I get it, he, that's the love of Tony's life, but yeah. there's too much emphasis on pepper, I think, throughout the entire saga that I'm just like, no, I don't even like Gwyneth Paltrow to begin with, so. You, you never bought any of her candles? No. <laughs> no. That shit. Jesus Christ. Also, I need to these days. Oh. Yeah. No, but yeah, I think they did. They, they incorporated her. I, if they did 50% less, it would still be a good movie. 
course, still be good part or a good uh, uh, reference to Pepper Potts. But yeah. I think they did do a little bit too much into her as far as, you know what I mean, uh, her kind of like story arc. They, I, I think if they would have like 50% less, they would have still been okay with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But as yeah. I said, I do agree I, with I, I will say I I absolutely love the way that they finished off or concluded her story in Endgame. Yeah. Dude, her showing up in the suit. Oh, dude, what I is, fucking love awesome. her. Her and fucking Tony when they get back to back and they're fighting, they show that. I wish they had shown a longer clip of that, but dude, just yeah. that scene, I'm like, oh, dude, that's fucking amazing. I'm sorry, what were you saying? What What is her name? Like in the MCU when she becomes like actual. Oh, that I don't know. Rescuer, something, something like that. Yeah, because they they have a team, and she's a part of a team in in the comics. But it's called the Rescuer. Or she's called something like that. You know what I mean? And yeah, she, that I don't know. You never know. I don't know how many Marvel movies she has. You know what I mean? But um, right, which inter, inter, you know, bring her back. You know, to do yeah. something like that. I don't know how good it would be. You know what I mean? But you know, it, it, it wouldn't be too bad. I don't think. I, I think I think they're they're not done with her. I think she's gonna have something to do with because Ironheart has its own show or movie. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, that I'm not too sure. I think it's I think it might be a series. Yeah, so I, I'm sure we're not done with Pepper. The one thing that I'm really interested in is why did they have the kid from Iron Man three at the end of Endgame show up right? Like they and I get the rest of them. They're showing how Tony affected, and they do it. I don't want to say in order, but they do it. Where, you know, he affected their lives, their lives. Everybody is connected to him. A lot of people are saying that they just put him in there because he was such a big part of helping Tony come out of the the post traumatic stress. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, dude. I have a feeling that they're gonna bring him in to do other stuff. I, I think what they're what they're bringing what they're trying to Maybe it would be Phase 5. I think that what they're going to do is the Young Avengers and bring Hawkeye's daughter and bring uh, Iron Man's daughter and then bring in um, Hawkeye, Iron Man, uh, uh, Ant-Man's daughter, you know, do the Young Avengers and, and make them, you know, of course, in the future. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, just, that's what they're kind of like building up to, which would be good, you know what I mean? But, you yeah. Know, they haven't said anything about you know Avengers uh, yet, <clears throat> so they might bring huh. other movies like maybe Miss Marvel and because Miss Marvel is a younger character, right? Right. Yeah, she's a younger character, and I think that they might kind of like uh, bring them back into like those movies. But those right. are two or something. We'll see, man. Like I, like you keep saying, I think that's the theme of this show is that Marvel. Not that they can't do any wrong, but they, they've they gotten so many things right and done them really well that I'm going to put my trust in them and say that they'll figure out a, a good, even though a lot of people are going to be like, well, they could do this better, they could do that. Yeah, they could always do it better, but they could always do it worse. I think they've yeah. done great. Oh, yeah. I'm, I agree the, with you 100%. The overall story of from where it started to the end game, fucking amazing dude like i to this day i can still go watch go back and watch endgame and still be just as excited with every scene where i'm like that's from iron man one that's from thor that's from this that just 
the the callbacks and the fan service that they did in that movie is just fucking phenomenal. I I yeah. still I have no shame in admitting I to this day I don't care how many times I've seen it the part where Happy is talking to the daughter and they're talking about uh, the cheeseburgers, cheeseburgers I chill yeah. every fucking time dude every fucking yeah. time just yeah. and you could show me that clip without seeing the entire movie just that clip <laughs> and it's just like <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you start babbling there. Oh, have you seen the <laughs> yeah have you seen the tiktok where they're talking about like it's like a, somebody acapella singing a song about like the the most heart-wrenching song in the world blah 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 and then they play the theme music of when tony dies and they get uh, marvel fans reactions yeah <laughs> oh, dude, that one guy that he's just drink he's drinking from his marvel coffee cup and he hears it and he's just like Tear- yeah shut up He's just like tearing up and getting all emotional. I'm like, that part, that that yeah, I get it a lot. I wasn't as devastated about Tony Dine as most people, but the the daughter, oh dude, forget it. I yeah, I'm like, oh that gets me every time. What got me the worst was uh, uh, in Infinity War when um, what do you call it, Spider Man? Yeah, oh, yeah. I would, what that one. what I wanted to look up is fan theories on. Why is it that Peter took so long to fade out compared to everybody else? Well, see, okay, so I've kind of like, if you think about it, it all has to do with his spidey sense. He knew it was coming. He knew. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. everybody was fading up. That makes like, sense. You know what I mean? So he knew it was coming. And I think just because of that aspect of knowing that he knew that he was going to die was what kind of made that whole feeling of shit tony's like you know i lost you know what i mean so i think that's why they kind of like extended a little bit just Mm -hmm. to get to give out just to bring out that um that that his spidey senses he knew with his spidey senses that he was going and he was gonna right you know that makes sense that 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 actually makes so much sense that i should have thought about that (laughs) Well, I guess maybe because they—they, they, I don't want to say downplay, but they don't emphasize his spidey sense that much in this universe. Because even the no. the ant is like trying to call it his what? What does she call it? The Peter Tingle? <laughs> oh yeah, the Peter Tingle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, talking about the ant, I did read one of the fuckups was when in Ant Man Two, I think, where the ants got into the gun. And when the guy pulled the trigger, mm-hmm. so they, the I guess the security guards that were shooting or whoever had the guns, they were Glocks, and the Glocks don't have a hammer. Oh, okay. So the the ants when they got into the hammer of the gun when you pull the trigger, you know what I mean it shouldn't. It, it, in other words, they were using Glocks. Glocks don't have hammers. Mm-hmm. It's like they put that in there, and it. I- you go with you know what i mean little things like that, that yeah and dude if you're gonna talk about guns we could be here all day because they use revolvers in movies and then fire like 15 shots and then you can go back into freaking the winter soldier using a regular ass gun when he's in wakanda what are you doing bro yeah it's in wakanda really actually come to think of it that's another <laughs> one that it, it actually bothered me to the point where I'm like, you hypocritical motherfucker, because uh, Tony is the one that's really pushing for the cords. He's the one that's telling him, we need, we need oversight, we need this, we need that, blah, blah, blah. 
and he's supposed to be following the rules, but yeah. yet he had part of his tech on, which is what he put on to fight the Winter Soldier to stop him from shooting him. I'm like, you lying motherfucker. You just used part of your tech when you weren't supposed to. And you're still going to be Mr. High and Mighty saying you have to do it a certain way. Like, well, you yeah. hit the <laughs> The the one that bugs me as well, and this is more minor, but the the Ant Man. Why does he stay small when he's trying to run places? Dude, he can run across my laptop and it's gonna take him like two minutes. Whereas if he's a normal person, he could just take a step and he's there. Like when he's yeah. in Endgame when he's running to try to help uh, Rhodey and uh, uh, Rocket. Yeah. He's like, I'm coming, guys. It's like, dude, get big. Yeah. Right. Dude, it's going to take you a year to get to them. He could get from here to my front door in like two years. Like, right. what the hell? <laughs> but that doesn't make sense. I never even put two and two together for that. Yeah, that was like, that's, or in, um, what is it, in uh, Civil War, where he's running, oh. I think, on, on the ramp the when they're at the airport that he's yeah. running down the I'm like, dude, just get big. You're going to take forever to get across that stupid <laughs> ramp. What does he say when he's running? <laughs> I don't remember what he says. He I can't says, remember. You're the, you're, like he's like, you're the man, you're the man, you're the man, you're the man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> when he has. <laughs> it's lovely. Oh shit! All right, brother. Well, we are well over two hours between putting the other clip and then this one together. We're definitely gonna yeah. be over two hours, so I think we'll call it there. Okay. Do we have homework? Are you up for doing another one next week or? I'm 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 game, bro. I'm yeah. Game. Okay. Yeah. If you ever can do, don't 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 feel that you have to or anything. I'm I'm enjoying this shit. So. Yeah. Same um, here. I mean, we'll have we'll have, dude. That's gonna be a pretty big one because that's gonna be the season finale or the finale finale of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Presumably yes. another Invincible will be out. Yeah. So uh, two because we'll do six and seven. Invincible will do the Winter right. Soldier episode. We could even go through the the Loki trailer because that had a bunch of stuff in it. Yeah, there's yeah there is a bunch of that. Actually, you sent me those screenshots, so yeah, we could discuss that. And of course, there's always the Instagram stuff, so yeah, we can do yeah. that. We'll 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 try to keep it at that because then we'll get too many things to talk about. So we'll Invincible, Falcon Winter Soldier, and then uh, we'll do the we'll we'll dive into the Loki trailer. Yeah, and then whatever Instagram stuff you send out or whatever comes out, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm sure this because actually my my goal was to not really have any Instagram stuff so that we could focus on the things that we were going to talk about. But then those things came up. I'm like, nope, have to send it. Yeah, well, if, if they're big things and I understand that there's nothing yeah. you know, new, then it's cool, you know. Okay. So. All right, sir. Well, as always, thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, bud. And you guys. It's a pleasure. You guys have homework to keep up with. For those of you that haven't watched Invincible, go watch it and, so that. We can have spoilers and I thought there was something else. No, I think that's it. All right. Well, brother, appreciate it. You continue your have right, a good night with your cigar and your drink. All right, brother. You do the same. Uh, finish that smoke. <laughs> right. I need to finish that and go have dinner. Thank you. Appreciate right. it. You have a good Later. night. Peace. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you have any thoughts, comments, suggestions, or questions, uh, you can reach me at moat9, that's M-O-A-T-N-I-N-E, at gmail.com. 
Um, also go to Linktree. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash moat, the number nine, where you can find the links to all my social media accounts, um, Instagram, Twitter, etc., as well as uh, the other podcast platforms like uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast Breaker, etc., whatever. Um, I would greatly appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button on whichever platform you are listening on. And as always, thank you for listening. Please be good to each other. Love you guys.